Okay. Welcome to Just Some Guardians, where we're sponsored today by HeShirtSheShirt.com. If you want a shirt that says J-Finger, hashtag J-Finger's buttholes, or if you want a shirt that says Monopoly slowly eroding you with shame, then go to HeShirtSheShirt.com. Put in JSGCast for 10% off your order, and Brett will show you his boobs that are covered in JSG. And look at that beard. That is a sexy beard. And it's just the sexiest beard there ever was. Hey, thanks, man. That was my entire ad read. That was, was just saying how sexy your beard was. <laughs> I believe it. Wow. Thank you, man. Just also, it in different inflections. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in for Just Some Guardians, episode 89. Whew. I'm currently wearing a JSG shirt. The most beautiful shirt. Sent ever. over from He Shirt, She Shirt. He shirt, she shirt.com. They also sent me some decals and Russell. Yes. On the back of, I just realized this. I got to get, break this tape. This is good podcasting. Ready? On the back of the nutrition facts for <laughs> some great value cheese crackers. They wrote, hi, love you. <laughs> was that what the hard thing was in there yeah i was really hoping that the shirt was like wrapped around the dildo or something that's so amazing <laughs> and then the dildo just says we love you this is so you can go fuck yourself <laughs> oh my god this is incredible this is we tell you that you're not sponsored anymore. Yeah, it lasted one episode <laughs> it's longer than any other sponsor we've ever That's had. That's true. He shirt, com. Hey, everybody. Com. I'm your host. I'm Elmer Foot. How are you tonight? Y'all look amazing and incredible today or tonight. Whenever you're listening to this, or if you're currently watching us live, hey, twist.tv slash just some guardians. Uh, and joining me, I don't, the voice thing is broken again. I'm sorry, Russ. No, that's okay. 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 It's, you can do it though. You, it's the you just do it. Effer, effer, Vessin, Vessin, Russell. Oh, man. Was that I good? I think you just made me. Uh, you gave me a semi. Yeah. Yeah? Just straight up. Prove it. You won't. Yeah. You didn't hear it hit the bottom of the table? Oh, is that what that was? That was. That was what that was. Man, hey, I thought you thought you dropped like a jackhammer on your cement well, floor. You know. That's why so they call me girthy. the hammer. <laughs> I don't think that's why they I call have you had the hammer. Called hefty before. Yeah? Yeah. You know, I, like, I feel like hefty Due to the weight really... of it or because it's more like a paper towel? I'm really unsure. Okay. I didn't want to ask. Yeah. yeah sometimes I feel it's like, for the best. I feel like hefty really missed an opportunity. They should really be a condom brand. Hmm. They even, I mean, you don't really even have to change like the jingle because if I saw a condom brand that was hefty, 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 that's probably the one I would get. That's true. Especially if I'm trying to avoid premarital pregnancy. Yeah. Or, or unwanted pregnancy. And then you look at what, you know, like, like Trojan, right? Sure. What terrible name. What did the Trojan horse do? 
Yeah, it it let loose all the semen. Yeah, exactly. That's that's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <sighs> but yeah, hefty. Hefty, hefty, hefty. I think they were probably talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Random thoughts. Here we go. All right. Well, now you Russ, have to share. You Russ, can't just chuckle Russ, at I your random some juice. thought. Come wipe it up with your dick. <laughs> no, that's brawny. That's doesn't hefty make hefty makes paper towels too, right? I thought. I don't know. I'm pretty well, sure. If somebody referred to my dick, hefty as brand. Brawny. Oh, storage containers. Oh, dude, yeah. that you you must just explode everywhere. How much you got stored mm-hmm. in there? What are you a hefty container? Well, uh, let me, uh, if I'm completely honest with you, it's been a while since my wife and I have had sex. It's not, it's not, it's, it, it hasn't actually, but the, the bit had yeah. to keep going. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. They make trash bags, hefty trash bags. That's yeah. what I've heard of. Yeah. Hefty trash bags. Yeah. Trash bags, trash the cans, disposable the... table wall, children's disposable table wall, slider, closure, food storage and freezer bags, plastic storage bins, and disposable cookware. He shirt, she shirt. Are we sponsored by Hefty now? No, no. I was just reading everything they made so we knew, like, what to put. Basically, what I'm doing is I'm sending this out. So if anyone listen to this while they're at home, they're going to think about you in that way the right. next time they use anything mm-hmm. in their house made by Hefty. It's a ploy. Yes. That was the point. Yeah, yeah. I always want people to associate Hefty with my dick. Yeah, exactly. And they will from now on. You know, who does it? Eight years from now, someone will be like, "Oh God, I better take the trash out." Man, this bag is really good. Who's it made by? Hefty. And they'll just kind of look off in the distance. <laughs> that Russell, he was a character. <laughs> He's dead now. He's but dead. Then was he? Funny. Eight years from now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In that horrible Died automobile bicycle attempt. hot balloon accident. I was thinking a fatal attempt to fill a hefty container with sperm. Just dehydrated myself. Huh. You know that, that scene in Scary Movie? Well, met multiples of them. Have Which seen scary? one? Uh, well, there's the one yes. where they're in the bedroom and she gets splayed up onto the onto the ceiling. Yes. There's the one where they're oh, what yeah. is that, that yeah, freezer yeah. Yeah. and she jerks him, yeah, and gets launched against the door. I think that's the only time they did mm-hmm, that bit was mm-hmm. those two times. Have you ever seen What About Mary? Yes. Yeah. That, Where that, yeah. Like, yeah. Like you just need to jerk it before you go on the date and he gets it on his ear and then she uses it as gel. <laughs> It'll I stay. swear there was a gel brand that looked like its container looked like a penis. I don't know. Could I'm pretty be. sure it's out there somewhere. Yeah. Jail brand. Now Brett goes through the internet. Make sure to mute it. Um, we don't need to hear the boom. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> images for images for jail brand with penis container. Let's see what we got. <laughs> and this nope. is what our show has become, people. No, now it's just sex gels. Yeah, I figured that would happen. Yeah. Hey, Russ. How's yeah. your week been? It has been great. Good, uh, work is finally not killing me this week. Uh, so it's been a little bit more relaxed. 
Um, I got to do some artwork this week, which I've been wanting to do. I'm hoping that I'll be able to finish Rhythm of War tonight, although I've got to, once we get done with this, I've actually got to go back to work for a bit. And uh, Joyce, oh, from so you want from this home. to last as long as possible? Uh, yes. Okay. Always. Yeah. Always. I love looking into your deep, deep eyes. What, what color are my deep eyes? Your eyes are blue. Are they? An ocean. I'm asking because I really don't know off the top of my head. I don't want it. To, I, yeah, they're blue. Okay. They're blue, right? Are they? Okay. For those of you who are listening to this and not watching, Brett is apparently trying to find a mirror or I just, some, uh, some kind of shiny reflective surface. Yeah, they're a little blue. Yeah. I just stared into the camera for stream and then watched the uh, delay. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the My thing God. I just did. And here we are. Yeah. Brett, how has your week been? The 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 venerable Elmer Fudd games. Venerable. I don't even know what week. the fuck that means. <laughs> it's okay. Nobody What's knows. wrong with you? Venerable. I spelled it wrong and above it vulnerable. You don't know me, Google. V E N. Not V U L N. I was laughing while typing it, and so okay. Oh, sure. Uh, that's why. Accorded a great deal of respect, especially because of age, wisdom, or character. I have to. I actually, that was off memory because I definitely know what that word meant. End edit right. point. Okay. There, I can edit that to make <laughs> me sound <Right>. smart. <laughs> there you go. I have a title. Thanks, man. Uh, dude, my, my week's been okay. I went back in to check on the foot, like we were talking yeah. pre show. It's still pretty messed up. I was feeling pretty good when I walked in there. And then the doc grabbed it and was like, all right, we got to see how it's doing. It's like, does this hurt? I'm like, ah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> does this hurt? He yeah. twisted around yeah. or it's facing the other way. He just shot me in the yeah. knee and asked if it was fine. I don't know. Are you even a doctor? <laughs> but um... I love when doctors do that and they stretch it. And, yes. then the, and then it's like, yes, it hurts. And they're like, oh, well, what about this? And then they bend it the other way. And you're it's like. like Yes. Even if it was totally healed, that would still hurt a foot. And they're like, right. let me know. Yeah. <laughs> they twist your pinky around. Yeah. It's not a towel. You don't wring it out. <laughs> but no, we did have uh so the doctor I had this time, he, uh, it was, uh, as the nurse explained, because we were like, what the hell's going on? She's like, he's extremely old and he's retiring next week. So he just doesn't give a shit anymore. I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> Cause he walked in and did nothing but make fun of me for like eight minutes straight and then left. And I was like, what the fuck just happened? Was this my appointment? <laughs> yeah. Did and I then pay for this? He was gone for like 10 minutes and walked in. He said, still messed up. You're off your foot for a week, threw a piece of paper at me and left again. And I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> that's legitly what he did. I mean, Lisa look at each other like, what just happened? And Best so we, doctor ever. Yeah, so we went out to get a nurse. We're like, so do we wait? Is he coming back? Like, I need paperwork <laughs> to give work. Like, was that the whole appointment? And then so she explained to us what was going on. We're like, okay. She's like, yeah, he'll come back. I'll, I'll get everything together for you. I was like, thanks. Thank you. So she got all the paperwork and he walked in. He went, yep, there you go. And just left again. <laughs> I was like. Ian. What just happened? So, so for work, I work, I I work with electronic medical records. So I work with a lot of doctors, yeah. and nurses, and I cannot tell you 
how common that bed manner is. Oh yeah. And not just not just for doctors who are like, I'm retiring, I don't care. Like for real, there are doctors that do that all the time. And I'm like, how? Like, <laughs> just I mean, bravo, yeah, bravo that you went to school for ten years so you can be a dick. Good job. I Good think on that's you, why man. they do it. I think so too. And because they know you're not gonna like call them out on it because they're your doctor. Right. And you just go, you just, you feel so vulnerable being at the office anyway, you know? Yeah, whatever you well, say, especially, God. Especially when they got their finger up your butt. Yeah. You're not going to say anything to piss them off. And I thought that was the weirdest part, because it was just for my ankle, right? <laughs> <laughs> they gave you a gown, and you're like, what's this for? What's this? He like, came in, he was well, like, you see, he's like, tell me this. retiring in a week. <laughs> <laughs> he forgot which one you were. <laughs> tell me if this hurts your ankle. <laughs> What? It does. It does hurt my <laughs> ankle. How did you know? He's got the. I like how you put the whole fist up there. Yeah, yeah. Just not not a finger. He, just the whole he, fist. He had very slender hands. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you have to make a choice, yeah, you would want the slender-handed doctor versus the guy who has like. Yeah, Shrek hands. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and calluses? Oh. No, sir. Brother. I've been if, like, is there a nurse that can do this? If I can tell how many veins are on top of your hand, uh, that's a problem. Hey, it's ribbed for your pleasure. <laughs> Doc, don't ask questions, but turn eight degrees to the right. <laughs> a little to the right, a little to the left. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> He finishes up with an effervescent rustle. <laughs> and folks, here we are. <laughs> we talked about your dick for eight minutes. Right. Yeah, yeah. And we just talked about uh, orgasm scenes in, in comedy movies. And, yep, uh, yep. yep, and went to my foot. Now that's where, here we are. That's just the just some yep. guardians way. And, and then we talked about anal pleasure. Absolutely. Or anal surprise. I mean, it depends on what you are or what you want. He shirt, she shirt. Yep. 100%. Therefore, your anal pleasure. <laughs> no? Too far? Maybe a too far. He went to bed. He'll never know. Sorry about that. <laughs> He'll never know. <laughs> He's never going to listen to this. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so we actually do have a uh, a topic for the night. I know that's a... Uh, very surprising. We do? Yeah, we do. Yeah, shocker. It was actually Russell's idea. I have ideas. Not good ideas. I do have ideas. This was a great time. idea. Oh, shit. I he is so. here. Damn it. He shirt, she shirt. <laughs> He's like, I'm here and I'm not amused. Anyway, what was your idea? Why don't you guide us into this? This is your idea. Oh, okay. You take control. It's... This is your moment. So we're moving into a new generation of console, but not only console, also computers, right? We just had yeah. some recent uh, graphic card uh, graphic cards release. So, so I thought it was a good opportunity um, to go back over the last last generation, pick a few of our favorite games, and kind of just just talk about them. Yeah. You know, and I, uh, I I'm I'm excited about this one. I actually had to think for a long time. I was like, what were my top three games because 
I mean, obviously you guys know that God of War and Red Dead 2 would have definitely been on my list, but we talk about them so much, so I really tried to broaden my horizons yeah. and think of other games that well, I was looking forward to. And you think about it, the PS4 launched in 2013. Yeah, no joke. So you have seven, seven years, years of get, like really good games coming out that we have to pick from. Was it 2013? I thought it was 2012 for some reason. November 15th, 2013. Really? Yeah. So have I only lived in Texas for... No, I thought I moved here in 13. Oh, well, I don't remember anymore. Yeah. It didn't launch till, all, till February 22nd, 2014 in Japan. Can you believe that? That's a long time to wait. Yeah. I think it was only a matter of weeks for this launch, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was like boom, boom, boom. We're good to go. I think it launched on the tenth well, here. All the bots got it right 17th. away. Yeah, I don't even want to really talk about. Yeah, it. yeah. Walmart. <laughs> he shirt, she shirt. All right. Which surprisingly, that's where I got mine. Yeah, not online. I know. I know. He shirt, she shirt. Where the bots get screwed. Hopefully. So bring us in, I mean, man. This is your this is your moment. Here. This is your show tonight. Okay. Okay. Uh, whoa. Okay. Well, yep, I don't know if that yours. gives me that much responsibility. Go. Um, so I, I guess I'll start us off then. Um, so my number one pick, uh, was actually, uh, Shadow of War. Ha ha. I knew you were going to say that. Uh, so, uh, this was a game for those of you who lived under a rock or, you know, died. Um, Shadow of War was, so there was Shadow of Mordor and then it was followed by Shadow of War. Um, it was a couple of games that took place in the Lord of the Rings universe. Um, some people get really upset because they, they did take some liberties with the lore, but they also explored a lot of areas that weren't super detailed. Mm -hmm. So the things could fit without it really messing things up too bad. Um, the first one, so the whole premise of the game is you were a Gondorian who was a ranger uh, placed on the Black Gate when, and this takes place between The Hobbit and The Fellowship of the Ring. And it's when Sauron comes back and is like, when he gets kicked out of Numenor, right? Because then he, he went from Numenor in The Hobbit, especially if you saw the movies. Um, and then he ended up back in Mordor. Uh, and so it is, Sauron comes home and he says, who the heck are you? And then he kills everybody, including the main character's family. Um, and then you're made into a wraith. Congratulations. Surprise. <laughs> um, yeah. So they sacrifice you to summon back Celebrimbor, who was the creator of the rings of power, aside from the one that um, Sauron made, because obviously he made it in secret. Um and so you play as Celebrimbor and a human ranger named Talion. And you get these really cool wraith abilities and you get a bow and you get a sword and then you get a dagger that's actually your son's broken sword. Uh, I forgot that about he that. Ties up. Yeah. 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 So it's actually his son's broken sword that he uses as a dagger. And then he also has like a piece of his wife's dress covered in blood that's like tied to it. It's super metal, and it's not <laughs> it's details. It's super like, metal, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and so the first game was really good, and they had this, um, they had what they called the Nemesis system, which I think, I am so sad that I haven't seen more games with this system, because yeah. it was brilliant, where as you go throughout the game, you'll encounter orcs, and let's say you run into just this orc, and he kills you, well, then he can go and get promoted and like every time he kills you, he gets stronger and stronger. And there was this one guy, like my first playthrough. And sometimes when you kill the orcs, unless you actually like chop off their head, they're not permanently dead. They can just show up. I'm here. And like my my first playthrough, I ran into this guy. I I cut him up, and then like the next time he showed up, he had like a bag placed on his head, like a burlap sack placed on the bloody <laughs> parts of his face, and like tied to it. And I was like, that looks a lot like this one guy. No, it couldn't be the same that I one. Cut because directly right there. Yeah. And so and so like then he just kept showing up. And so by the end, because at the end of the first one, you actually fight the orc that you encountered the most and who like killed you the most. And so he shows up and I was like, dude, this guy never died. He's just been there the whole freaking time. Because he would just show up randomly in the yeah. map. And he'd be like Walker, and then he would like start chasing you and try to kill you so i like the first one but i picked shadow of war just because of the mechanics mm -hmm. they had really kind of honed in they had tweaked the nemesis system so it was even cooler plus they introduced like these um like the ogres as like nemesis nemesis that you could run into nemesis he shirts sure um, yeah yeah, and then they they just they really honed in on the mechanics. There was some really cool stuff. Like you could shoot um, your arrow into fire, and then just all these spiders would burst out of it and climb up over the orcs and start eating them. Yeah, that was cool. Just you could fly drakes, like so. What the Nazgul fly? You could you could dominate them and then fly them around the battlefield, shooting fire at people. It just had some really, really cool mechanics that were really fun. There was this one guy, so it did a similar thing where, like, and the reason I chose Shadow of War 2 is because it actually had, like, a boss that you fought at the end. Because mm -hmm. that was the one thing of Shadow of Mordor was you, was you got to the end, and it's, well, you get to the end, and then you find out that, that like, Sauron's there, and then it just, like, ends, and you're like, what the fuck? just happened i don't want a tv like, show that's cliffhanger in a video yeah. game yeah. and they, they they did a dlc where you actually fight sauron and that was pretty cool but it was like you had to wait for the dlc and then you had to buy the dlc mm -hmm. um whereas shadow of war like i just like to honestly and i know i'm probably gonna get some people you know if they're lord of the rings fans that are gonna get upset i kind of like the lore i like the the kind of wow okay the exploration no. that they did you're a dumbass I'm so, I just had to say it for everyone else. You looked horrified yeah. for a second. I was like, well, no, that's, that's probably true. We're really going to um, get into this right now. Right. But it, it, they explored some areas that weren't, like, overly developed. So, yeah. like, it's plausible. Mm. I don't think it, I think if Tolkien were watching it, or Tolkien were playing it, he would have been like, what the hell? 
but I, it was kind of cool like some of the exploration that they did and some of the reasoning like um spoiler alert it's like a you know four-year-old game so is it only uh, four years the, old yeah it came out Jesus. i think it came three or four yeah. man a shadow lot has happened war. in the world shadow of war shadow of mordor came out around i think it was like year two or something in the ps4 huh. um but uh so the i forget what is is sealdor he was one of the nazgul and talion took his ring at the end and became the ninth nazgul which was just kind of cool it's like yeah. okay that like, oh, that's it, pretty it, cool it and then in. he's like and that that's the whole reason that Sauron doesn't spread until Talion has finally been corrupted and he stopped fighting wars inside Mordor because at the end uh, like Sauron and Celebrimbor meld and then you like you beat them you 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 actually get blasted back and then you take the one ring because they think that you're dead and you put it on you become one of the Nazgûl and then you're like fighting still this war in Mordor reclaiming land it it was cool yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. It was a real, I remember when it, when uh, the first like trailers were coming out, I was like, I've like, it's not an idea I expected when, when you heard a Lord of the Rings game coming out, cause right. there, there were a lot of not great Lord of the Rings games oh, yeah. for a while. So I was like, yeah. Oh boy, here we go. Here we go. And then they just like, yeah, it was, it was such a different outlook on a gameplay style for Lord of the Rings. And they just hit it out of the park. hundred percent, dude. I, I absolutely think I, I love the game. I, I, you know, whether you like the lore or not, the game mechanics, the gameplay was so fun. Yeah. You know, and especially in the second one where you're, you're like at the, like at the end of each world that you're in, you're overcoming these fortresses. So you have to have created an army that is your army. And like you have these named generals that you've been picking up along the way. Some people betray you because they're able to break your domination. And like there's just it's it's cool. And you get to fight a Balrog. So what's not to love? Yeah. You get to fight a Balrog riding a Elephant. creature of nature oh. that is shaped like a drake. That's pretty bad. It's like a plant made Drake. And there's it, a guy on his back playing polka. Yes. Okay, good. He goes, Pika, Pika! Polka never dies. Okay. Have you read those books? No, no. Oh, Brett. Oh. You've talked about that one moment a hundred times. So that sticks oh, with yeah, me. Oh, yeah, sorry. That sticks with we're, me. We're talking about Dresden Files. And yeah. there's, there's a moment in there. Oh, God. Here, where... I, I, I'm sorry, everybody. I did it. It, it's just cool. Just go read the books. He shirt, I mean, shirt. A guy fighting zombies in ducky underwear, or not zombies, fighting vampires in ducky underwear. I mean, polka. Yeah, what's not to love? With polka never dies. Uh, Mucho in the but, chat says the new Batman game that's coming out is rumored to have a nemesis system. That'd be sweet. You know, and because because it was owned by Warner Brothers. Yeah. I had, I had, I, I mean, it's obviously a mechanic that they have and they have a lot of IPs. So I'm interested to see if they do it in Batman. Is that, I assume it's probably the Gotham Knights because that makes the most sense. Yeah. For how, how the gameplay works mm-hmm. is pretty similar I, to kind of how, yeah, Shadow Mordor worked. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm excited to see more of that. 
But yeah. anyway, uh, Brett, what what was your top oh. pick oh, for top. last so, gen? I didn't really do like like this is my number one. Okay. This is my number like I just kind of like three games that really stood out to me for last gen. You know, okay, and went with that. But so my first game uh, is going to be one that launched like very shortly after the PS4 launched. Really, like one of the first games I got for the PS4 was this game. Um, I'm a huge fan of the series and having this in my hands was incredible. And I'm talking about Dragon Age Inquisition. Okay. That was, I knew you were going to pick that one. So yeah. I specifically did. Oh, but, um, so I'm a huge, huge fan of the dragon. I mean, Dragon Age two was rough, but, um, but, uh, but yeah, but Dragon Age Inquisition. So that, that came out, you know, it had, uh, some of those characters you knew before, um, you, I liked that you could completely customize your person, head to toe, race, male, female, um, class. And they introduced like, the Kunari as a player. Yes. Which was character. huge. Literally. Yeah. They're massive. They're awesome. And the female Kunari. <laughs> I understand. Oh. Amen. But, um, and then there was like subclasses in a class you could choose to play from. And then, so you, and then you had all this gear you could acquire um, I'm having brain farts right now. Hold on. What was yeah. your favorite subclass? So I always went with the, the sword and shield warrior kind of type thing. Okay. Did you do the one with like the ancestor that like would create like the blockade kind of mm-hmm. thing? Oh, absolutely. And then just rush yeah. forward. Yeah. The sh- yeah. What was it? The shield guardians? Shield guardians. Yeah. Or shield. I think it was like spirit shield guardians. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. But I was trying to I was trying to talk about everything before I talk about the story, but the story's going through my head. No, 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 no. That's why I had a brain fart. The story's going through my head while I'm trying to talk about stuff. It was it's not so the story. Good. But yeah, yeah there, it was it was a really well done RPG for for mm-hmm. the on, on top of everything. Um, the controls I thought it was really good. The combat was super fun. Being able to pause everything mid fight, control anyone you wanted to, um, set up kind of uh, combos with your team to do certain things. And then actually well, and able to switch like, between everyone on the fly and just play as and anybody I like you wanted. It was cool. Action. Mm-hmm. Like it was a great blend of a little bit of cooldown. Yeah. A little bit of turn based if you really wanted to go into that. But you could just go in and hack and slash you know, your way treat through. it like an action RPG. Yeah. And I, like I kind of treated it that way at first. And I think the first time I fought, one of my favorite things in Dragon Age Inquisition was all the dragon fights for one were. Uh-huh top-notch they were these beautiful arenas that you just happen to walk into and go oh shit that's a dragon <laughs> you know and you're and like the size of their toes yeah oh yeah absolutely yeah. you were never much bigger than maybe their toe like, these things are huge and that was when i was like okay yeah. i'm gonna sit down and i'm gonna figure out the system a little more that's when i really got into like okay, I'm going to do the gemming just right. Okay, I'm going to craft this and put this shaft on this axe to make this better. Okay, so you're more ice and this dragon's fire. And and like that's when I really got learned how to sit down and get really in-depth in this RPG system. And I was like, all right. See, I just went with the Mage Knight. I went with a Canary Mage Knight. Yeah. And they had this thing where every time you did damage, you you could buff your shield. So you could cast shield on yourself and then you're like, if you did a certain amount of damage, you could just, and with the Cunari, for some reason I could not die because my shield would not go away. So I could just sit there and hammer. I could just sit there and (laughs) hammer on the dragon as it's like blowing fire on me and stomping on me. And it would just be like, 
never dipped into my health. Oh yeah. Was always just a little bit of my shield. And then, and then it would bump back up, bump back up. And so I just sit there and just, ah. and it was cause they had all these, like these grenades and potions and stuff you could craft yep. really intricate crafting, crafting system for weapons, it's gear, um, like the, the hilt, you can craft certain hilts to do certain things, whatever metals yeah. or materials you use, make, give it different abilities. Um, and you craft it for all your people, but like doing these dragon fights with, you, you had your team perfectly set up for the dragon fight. You had their gear perfectly set up and going in and you're just like throwing jars of bees at a dragon. It's just like, it's just <laughs> so fun. You know, you're like, ah, take that damage. Um, but you know, the big thing was obviously the story was absolutely incredible. Anyone who's played through dragon age inquisition, was. uh, whether you're the voice acting, is the voice so acting was incredible. The very begin when the, the first cutscene starts, when you're sitting on the ground, and you're, you know, you're chained up and your hands freaking out, you know, and Cassandra and Liliana walk in and I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> like, dude, I had to pause and I'm like, I've got to go rub one out real quick. This is this is too good. <laughs> you know, too much for me, too much. So it was just uh, speaking of which Cassandra, my favorite romance in that game. Amen, dude. I'm 100 percent with you. Getting past that that she rough was, and tough surface to find that like oh man they did it, it her was so, so satisfying. well like where she's just reading the book and she was so like just those moments where she was just so sweet and you're like oh, I love you I love so you. much <laughs> it was so but, good so the story is awesome right beginning to end um, when you go into each zone the the map each zone is huge with like your main storyline happens with a bunch of sub storylines that are cut and, and voice acted and, and you really feel part of the world. Um, but the biggest thing, which you'll definitely agree on is how they made everybody in your, it, all the people you could have in your party. Very real. Like everyone was written. Yeah. Beautifully. They were all different. Um, yeah. Someone in the world really connected with someone else in that group. Like oh, yeah. Everyone was represented in some way or another, beautifully written, acted, um, animated. And like, I, it was like my third playthrough before I finally was like, cause I had my main characters that I just liked and that's all I focused on, you know? Yeah. I did the same thing. Yeah. And like my third playthrough is like, I'm just going to sit down and I'm going to get to know literally everything I can about every single person, do every side quest I can with them, yep. go yep. to every location of these people. Cause there's all the side side dialogue with everybody. And I'm like, Holy shit. Like I wasn't a huge there's fan so of much. Sarah, my first couple playthroughs. And now she's my favorite game character mm-hmm. in the game. So she much was fun. The elf, right? Yeah. She was so much fun to get to know. And like you, you became her friend you know, she called you her friend and um, letting you into her inner circle and getting to know her and, you know, just being crazy and stuff with her was super cool. But then being able to romance like anybody you wanted um, and that all felt really good. Just the writing was so good. The the fight, really the combat good. was a ton of fun um, for, you know, if you're not into that, like, you know, having this, you know, ability wheels and an RPG that you're, you know, min maxing and stuff on, like, it's not for you. But for those of us that like that, it was just beautifully done. Well, and then the, it had that deeper, like where you would like the map. 
remember that was like you could get certain items and things yeah. like that and the story would kind of progress so you would you would send them on a mission and you had to pick the right person to send on the mission yeah, and depending on who it. you sent on the mission it changed how the actual campaign mission you played happened right yeah yeah and some of those like they had some crazy deep stuff when you had to make the decision between like the mages and the templars like that's a oh, yeah. huge decision that changes the rest oh, yeah. of the game. And yeah. even if you you're a fan of the series and you've looked really into it and you have your way whether you're like I agree 100% with Templars, I agree 100% with the mages, they tell the story in Inquisition in such a way you're still are like I really don't know which one's the right way to go right now. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Yeah, it, 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 they did great on the political intrigue. Yes. And the, the, it, it, it was just a fantastic game. Playing. And it brings, it, it, you know, it also has the nostalgia because it yeah. brings in all these characters from Dragon Age 1 and it's a continuation of that story. You know, and, and like, uh, what's his name? And the, the secrets that you can find out about. Everybody. The, the, you know. Yeah. Everybody. It was, it was a now I want to go back and replay. I know, it. but no, your political interest. Because like, I'm like just the mission where you're like you play the game at the ball, right? Where mm -hmm. everyone's telling you oh, what yeah. the game is, you know, in Orlesian society, and you get there and it's like learning how to do every. Uh, again, it's one of those games, uh, you know, where you have the different conversation bubbles you choose, and that depends how the conversations go. But like learning how to maneuver around the the political intrigue, like you were saying in, in some of these missions, you know, and mm -hmm. who to talk to in what way and who not to say stuff to and how to dance with this person and like sneaking around all that while trying to figure out who's in assaulting the party at the same time. I was like, right. that was such a fun mission. That was so cool. Well, and then you, you had the ability to go balls to the wall yeah, and just, just Destroy go in everything. and just screw everything up. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I, a game that has those options and like and i like even if i tried to replicate the same thing that i had done in the previous playthrough it was almost impossible yeah because because it's just there's so many choices and they each color and shade the game in a way the further you progress that just it's staggering a little bit when it gets to the point where you're doing a playthrough and you, i actually had to make like a sheet not with every choice, but like a lot of the major ones and be like, okay, I did this, which caused this just to figure out, okay, if I move this marker and now move it over here and this circle, this here, what'll happen over here? If A equals B squared times the, co yeah, it was just, you start tying red yarn across yeah. your room. You're like, Listen guys, the Illuminati, but yeah, Dragon Age Inquisition, one of the first games that came out in PS4, incredible thing. Uh, they have announced that they're working on another Dragon Age game. I'm very excited for it. And that is one of my major picks for this last generation of gaming. Awesome. Um, so, Mucho in the chat asked if we had ever played Divinity 2. Um, so, I, I've played Divinity 2. You know, I'll be honest. I've started it a couple of times. And I spend so dang long on that island with a freaking collar on. <laughs> That I'm just like, I got to the point, I think there was a, there was a point, I, I like the game, and I really, like, there there's a point in my life where I just want to sit down and play and really get the whole story. 
but there was a point the last time I stopped, I got to this point to where this one guy was being a dick and I started a fight with him and then all his buddies jumped in and apparently I'm way too low a level to take on a bum because <laughs> I got my butt handed to me so many times. So many times. But How many times yeah, exactly. If, uh at least ten. Wow. Um but yeah, I think um it's very much in that vein of Dragon Age two. You'd probably like it, Brett. It's uh, so I think it's Larian Studios, the people who make Baldur's Gate. Okay, yeah, yeah, which yeah, I like Baldur's Gate. Yeah, yeah. So this is this is uh, Divinity. It plays similar, but you can't like. Yeah, um, I've seen some. I never played it. We had a group of us that were talking about it, which just never happened. But yeah, it yeah. looked really good. Because that was it was it was the turn based where you had your like. You're at your movement and then your action and your bonus action, all that stuff, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so kind of, yeah. Their, their system works a little bit different. Like, it doesn't have an action and a bonus action and a move like D&D does. Uh-huh. You typically had a move and then, so you could move a certain amount of spaces and then you could take your actions to cast a spell, but typically you didn't have bonus actions. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um. I like I like Baldur's Gate a little bit more, but that's just because I'm super familiar with D and D, so I can pick it up and go. I know most of these mechanics and how they work, and some of these. Spells whereas Divinity, I'm yeah. like, I don't know, but it it has a lot of similar features where you can like combine fire and poison and create bale fire and really kill yourself, which I did probably a couple of times. Yeah, speaking uh, from experience. But like anyway. It. Um, I just wanted to include Mucho because I know he had asked. And, and Mucho's incredible. Him. Mucho over here in the live chat. Um, Once again, ladies and gentlemen, twitch.tv slash just some guardians. Hey. He sure, she Join sure. us. He shirt, she shirt. What do you got there, Russ? He sells he shirt, she shirt down by the she shirt, he shirt shore. You did it. You said you'd never do it again. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I was practicing in my head. <laughs> um, So my number two pick. Uh, would have to be Batman Arkham Knight. Yeah. Again, yeah. I so, and I mean, you can probably tell what kind of games I favor the most because I have Shadow of War and Batman, and they have very similar game mechanics, especially as far like, as combat goes. I feel like you enjoy dark open world games. Yes, where I can, I can throw together. I, the thing that... I loved most about Batman was the combat system. Oh, it dude. is just so good to be able to throw some punches. You get a count. You just feel cool as you're taking on a room full of guys, throwing them around, knocking them out, jumping over shields, sliding between their legs, punching them in the junk. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's honestly, it's the best way to feel like Batman in a Batman game. For real. And Batman Arkham Knight just captured it because you had pretty much all of Gotham. You have his rogues gallery, mm -hmm. right? And it just, it, I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, like, you know, the, the Batmobile sections. Plus he shoots bullets at people and that's not that's killing people. But, you yeah. know, yeah, I, I, I mean, I get it. But also you got to admit the game was just 
phenomenal in its mechanics and its play, all the little secrets that are scattered around. And we were talking about the voice acting Inquisition. This was another tier, dude. Kevin Conroy oh. as Batman. Oh, he is just and, and, and like. Especially if you grew up in the 90s and you watched that Batman, Batman animated series. Yes. So you had Kevin Conroy and you had Mark Hamill voicing the Joker. Oh, it's just so good. And it just it gives you the feels as you're sitting there and you're playing it and you just it just kind of sweeps over you. Plus, it was a long game. Which, yeah. Heck yes. Um, You know. And there's so now now that I'm thinking about it, I think the second one, Batman, what is it, Gotham City? No, I Batman th- no. Arkham City. It's Batman Arkham City. I there, think it was, there, it was there's Arkham Day. Arkham Day. <laughs> um, that one may have some better story elements for me because Hugo Strange coming in and then turning out that Ra's al Ghul is behind everything. But Arkham City having the whole story with Batman being poisoned by the Joker toxin and like that moment where uh, the Joker is like singing the song and you're trying to sneak up on it. Yes. And and it's just Mark Hamill just riffing, it feels like, for for an extended period of time. Like, I just wanted to sit there and listen to all that dialogue. Like, I just found myself just sitting like a creeper on top of buildings and, like, listening to the random people's dialogues. Oh, because there was a ton, and it never... I mean, it definitely happened where there was repeatable stuff, but there was a lot of random dialogue that popped out. Yes. And it just... So good. Such a good game. Good combat system. You get to fly and glide around like Batman. There's some challenge sequence that are just like obstacle courses that were yeah. fun. All the collectibles. I don't want to talk about the Riddler trophies though because yeah. F. <laughs> F the Riddler. Yeah. F yeah. those. I wanted so badly to 100% that game. And I got to where I think I had gotten like 98 of the 100 Riddler trophies. And I just gave up because I was like, I can't get these. Guys. I'm going to hate Batman for the rest of my life if I finish this. <laughs> yeah. And I just wanted to punch him in the face. So because that that's like the major draw. You get to punch Riddler in the face for all the chaos and stupid that he has put you through for this entire you, you game. You want to lean in and cuss so bad right now. I do so bad. Just do it. Just do it, Russ. Oh, oh. But plus you got to play as Catwoman in certain sequences, which oh, was really cool. She was so well done. That mm-hmm. was so she was just fun, dude. Obviously I really liked stupid attractive. Design. But yeah. Besides yeah. that, really fun. Really fun character how they wrote her. And that and that moment where you get to choose to go and help Bruce or just keep walking. Yeah. 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 My um my favorite honestly my favorite part of, of these Batman games, and I, I need to look up who it was, but the sound design for the punching is, oh, it yeah. is the most satisfying combat sound in a it video really game is. ever. Like it, it felt like it had weight Yeah, to the punches. But at the same time, it was kind of like, there was weight behind the punches, but they each made such a distinctive sound. It was almost like the old school, you know, pow, kapooey, you know, hits. Yeah, it 
really did. Yeah. And like, uh, just the sound design of combat alone, like just that, that subtle, the subtle hints they put in there for like, um, when someone's, you know, going to hit you from behind and your, your Batman sense or whatever tingles, like just that slight sound effect from that to you maneuvering around it and hitting them is just like, it was just a flawless sound design how they did that. It was, oh, it was gorgeous. It was really good. Yeah. Really good. And the gadgets. I, I love uh, the whole series. I'm just, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to do the whole series. Because the whole series <laughs> was series. great. The whole series was great. And it just, it built on each thing. And it just, it it was, it was wonderful. It was great to play. I'm a, I'm a big comic book fan. And when you can capture a comic book character in a game and you actually feel like you're playing as the that character, then it's fantastic. Oh, yeah. So, uh, uh, Brent. Yeah. I've talked for a while. I loved What's it. your next pick? Okay. So this next pick is... um. It's it's a uh, it's not so much like a, this was my favorite game that came out, but I think it was such a major game that's, that's changed a lot of lives. I put a lot of time into it. A lot of us played it a ton. Um, changed the video game scene as we know it. Um, so in the past, Team Fortress was like the thing, right? To be. Mm-hmm. Um, so then you know this next generation came out, and then a little game called Overwatch launched. You stole it, you dirty dog. Was that on your list? It was. That was my next one. Oh, shit. I'm just kidding. Begin edit point. (laughs) (laughs) What was it for you for Overwatch? So, like, it it was really interesting. Overwatch came out at a time where I wasn't really into shooters as much. Oh, yeah. I was, I, I used to be huge into shooters, like Xbox 360, um, and then like, you know, a, a few things on PC and then afterwards a lot, but that was a section I was, it was mostly like, I just was playing like MMOs, uh, you know, open world RPG, like dragon age, um, stuff like that it was like, that was all I wanted to play. Right. And so, you know, the cool thing with overwatch coming out is one, it looked gorgeous. Uh, it's it very, so it's still beautiful. very pretty. Yeah. That art style. I really like that art style a lot. Some yeah. people get turned off when there's like a cartoony art style in a game. I, I really dig it when, it, when it's like done it in that way. The shadowing. Yeah. Oh, so good. Plus the butts. Yeah. The Tracer butts. And Widowmaker. The butts. Just... Are, that's the only reason to play the game, honestly. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But so, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> he shirt, she shirt. So what, before what the that? game even launched, they had that series of trailers yes. for each individual hero. Mm. I loved, I loved the trailers. They were, which is Blizzard. Everyone knows Blizzard trailers are on a whole nother level. The fact they didn't make the World of Warcraft movie as like their trailer team did the movie still pisses me off. I wish they had. Who, who in their right mind wanted that? that. I did. I I liked the movie. I did. But, (laughs) but, um, not having it as a CGI film for Blizzard. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it was it was a mistake. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. anyway, but ha ha ha. I say that a lot. So yeah, all these but butts. All these butts come out, right? Beautifully CGI'd butts. And yeah. so you really get into the lore, I which really doesn't have anything to do with the game itself. 
but you're so right. yeah, you, into the you lore of it. the world, these characters, the maps even, uh, some of the game modes, which really have, mm-hmm. there's no, there's no story mode. There's no, and they had a couple events right. that were kind of like PVE story modes. And then to have it launch where you had so many different heroes that had their own abilities. You had tanks, you had healers, you had support, you had DPS. You and had so well done. Range damage. And be, like, you know, there's always someone, there's Metro always Bash a meta. <laughs> there's, there's always a meta for sure. But everyone you could play as, you know, to a certain degree, especially quick play, right. you know, if you liked a character and you played it well, oh, yeah. you could succeed. But the map design, but ha ha ha, the map design, I'm an idiot. The maps were beautifully well done. T-shirt, t-shirt. The t-shirt, t-shirt. The legends were so much fun. Everyone's abilities were great. Having an ultimate ability you work up to, the game starts and you're all just using regular abilities until you get to a point where you realize almost everyone on both sides has their ultimate ability, which can change an entire game for each individual person so much. And to have yeah. those sporadically coming out and dealing with it on the fly and getting communication up and hold them. Oh, they pop this. You pop that. You move here. You do this around everything. It was just, it was such a well done game and it never, you know, the, the net code was great. I never had shots that were like, all right, that definitely hit that person. You know, um, <laughs> the net code was great. It was usually very well balanced unless you played at the top yeah. tier, which <laughs> we didn't. Yeah, you know, well, where occasionally we you get thrown into a match and you're like, "This is awful." Yeah, <laughs> like, these guys are way better than we are. Oh, oh yeah, and then yeah. you know, everyone's always get into one where you're like, "We're way better than these guys," which is depressing. Yeah. But yeah, so the, the main thing is just you know the gameplay was fantastic. It was beautifully designed. The gunplay was fun. Characters didn't have a gun. Still felt like they were very useful. Um, and depending on your play hurt. style, like yeah, exactly. You know, Reinhardt as a character, when you look at other legends in that game, you go, oh, that's got to be boring and suck until you start to pick up the intricacies of what Reinhardt can do and how to do things at a certain time. And you're like, this is super, you're just shitting on everyone with a hammer and a shield while everyone else is throwing grenades and launching grenade launchers. And yeah, exactly. Like, it doesn't make sense in your head, but in the game, it played beautifully. It's such a good feel when you pin somebody and then you just you just lay out with your hammer or 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 like a tracer thinks they can get in too close and you just couple of swings as long as she doesn't rewind but just being able to control a point like you said i mean they're the uniqueness of the characters and each one was so unique and they played to their own to anybody's style yeah it was just amazing and they, they always added new, there's always new maps coming in. There's always new modes coming in. There's mm-hmm. constantly new legends being added that completely changed the game. Well maintained. Yeah. yeah. There's only, I can't remember That's which free. guy he I was. Mean, you don't have to pay for the new characters. Yeah. They're just added. To That's the game. one of the things that really gets me is you, there's none of this content you, you pay for. I think, I, I think you could probably, I think, could you buy the coins? I don't even think you could. You had the, the loot boxes. You had to actually. No, you could. You could pay money. It, yeah. yeah, you could pay money for the could loot you? boxes. Okay. But that was again. That was um, all skins and voice lines and emotes and. Yeah, and I it, like, and they have some really cool skins. They also have some dumb skins, but they have most of them are really yeah. cool. And the new characters that they've had come out. I mean, like a hamster and a wrecking ball. Yeah, the hamster ball. So 
weird and cool and and you know a guy yeah, who controls gravity robot butler the, okay that's who it was the guy that controls gravity oh, yeah. i think he I, he's the only legend they've added that i was like this guy is i do not this guy is, has no place here i i hate that guy <laughs> oh i hate that guy why why a- every other legend they've added i've been like oh i could see this this makes sense he is just from the from the beginning he's just a broken piece of shit I hate that guy. <laughs> I love it. He was. He's so barefoot. Him it drives me nuts. <laughs> he floats. He doesn't have to. What, what does he need to walk for? Why does he need It's shoes? weird. It's just weird. I don't know. He drives me nuts. Also, you got I think the last time I played Overwatch a lot was during the double shield meta. So every team was that uh, guy and then Orissa, which means the second you break her oh. shield, she can throw another one up. He was lobbing shields everywhere. There was just it was just a meta of just shooting millions of bullets until something took one tick of damage and they got healed immediately. It sucked. Yeah, and and see, I was I was that guy. Like when there was an Arissa, I was like, "This is the boss." I fucking hate you. Loved... <laughs> <laughs> but you would have loved to have had me on your team. I would have. I would have. But I just. It was just in that meta, which is I'm, I'm sure they've probably nerfed him to the ground. He works better now. But th- that was the last time I played a lot of Overwatch was that meta. And it was just like, why is he in the game? This is adding nothing. No one is enjoying this. Well, I love I love that you could project a shield forward because if you really utilize that ability, you could cut off a lot of um, like heavy um, ambush areas. Because you could throw up that shield if people are shooting bullets, they can't get to where you're at, and you've kind of blocked off that whole window, right? Yeah. And then and then something does get through, and you can absorb everything. Oh, and it just he had a lot of really cool. His ult was really cool. That was one thing I liked. His ultimate was really it cool. Sucks everybody in. It shoots them oh, in the man. sky I, and brings them down. I liked that a lot. So I mained him and Soldier 76 for a while. 64? 76. Yeah, you're right. 76. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved Soldier. I lo- Soldier is probably my favorite character to play, if I'm, especially if I'm playing by myself and I just want to have some fun. Because your ability to move around and then get behind people and just the kills that you could get. I still have one save that is probably my proudest moment in the game. Um, I had a couple of good ones. There was one that I had as, um, oh gosh, the gravity guy. What's his name? I don't know. He sucks. That's all I know. I, so it was the one map where there's like the big drum in the middle and it's like the Chinese map. Sigma. That's his name. Sigma. So, so it was it was a crazy intense match. Sigma it's dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he just, I so I it was ninety. I think it was like ninety nine percent, ninety nine percent. They they had control of the point, and I used my ult to lift everybody up off the point just enough for us to be able to capture it and win the match. Dude, that's awesome. It was the best play I've ever had in my entire life. I had but that's a, the fun. Go yeah. Ahead. Go ahead. No, um, no, I had a moment where we were, it was like just a sliver of the point we had to capture and we'd win. And it was like, yeah. there was no time. Everyone was dying. 
I was Ash. And so fun fact, Bob counts as a teammate. So they pushed us off yep. the point. And as I died, I launched Bob onto the point and none of them were on it to contend it. Bob hits the middle no. of the point. Brrrp, victory. And we're like, oh, oh, dude, that was a great feeling. Yeah. Those last second moments, See, you're like, that, we th- just totally stole that. Well, and that's the fun of Overwatch. I, there's there's a lot of times where you're really mad at the game. But there's <laughs> yes. also <laughs> there's also a lot of clutch moments that you're like, especially when you have people that you've played with before, mm. and you kind of work together as a team. And there's some really cool stuff that you can do. Like I used to love playing with you and Nick and Nick's mom and Jake and, and just, just some of those clutch moments where you're all on the team chat and you're like this and this and this, and and you're just calling to each other and there's just insanity going on. Yeah. And it just, cause you just feel good. You're like, you're in that flow state and everyone's doing their job. And yeah. Oh man. Dude. Yeah. And, and, Nothing and better. just to bring this up for a moment, Overwatch league. Yeah, no, that's, that was something I was going to bring up. Which is probably the is only sport I watch. Yeah, and and you know something I brought it before I even mentioned which game it was. was something <laughs> that changed. Yeah. The uh, no, no, that was something I was going to bring up. Is um. I know. I was just. Yeah, yeah you're right. But <laughs> Sigma Dick. Um. Yeah. So something I brought before I even mentioned the game was you know how this this game I was going to bring up, which spoiler alert, we all know now is Overwatch completely changed, you know, the gaming industry as a whole overwatch league, which set up how professional esports was done in a completely different way. You actually had, it was like regular sports teams were hosted by a city, which had its own league, which had its own team house, which had its own roster, which coaches and everything, everything was done in house, just like you would an NFL and NBA ML, like any of those teams Mm -hmm. set up the exact same way. Had it's you know the arena you went to that was streamed out, which I mean that that's been done, but having your city represented is what makes people mm-hmm. really into any any sport, obviously, and that was the thing that was missing from esports. I thought I have always thought esports was cool, but I didn't really leech on like I did until you know like like you were saying it's the only sports you watch. The Overwatch League, having a city that you're like oh hooked to with a team, you get to know the people on the team and. You know, their own personalities. Now you like, like I have a Los Angeles Gladiators jersey. Um, and I have, a f- you know, friends that have different jerseys. We all take our pictures of their jersey. When we're watching our games, you know, and it was just, it was so cool. Hey, my team's playing your team. Let's watch together. You know, it was just, it was, yeah, it was a super cool time, man. Overwatch League was awesome. It, it, and I, I hope, I hope it is coming back. I mean, obviously with COVID, it was put on hiatus like mid season. Oh yeah. Um, uh, I'm sure. I'm sure it's coming back. In fact, we're approaching the time where it would typically come back. February, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is when when the season starts. Um, so so I would love to see that come back because you're right. Overwatch did something I think for esports where where it was so. I think it's the first one that it really tapped in and made it seem like it was a legitimate sport. Like it was one where I was like, Oh, this person's playing this person. I would really like to watch it. So I would like, I would plan 
my day around it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, Lindsay, I, I, you know, this is something I want to watch. I'm letting you know so that you know that I'm not doing anything else. And she'd be like, yes, you are. And I'd be like, oh, okay, I, okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'll you're just right. watch it later. You know, yeah. um, <laughs> whatever you say. Yeah. Um, but it, it's so cool. And because there is, and anybody who's played Overwatch as well, you, 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 you almost, I mean, obviously to a much lesser degree, but you know what they're feeling when everything's clicking and everything's going right. And they're just rolling. And sometimes you feel so bad for the other team. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, yeah. Man, they're getting that Rick rolled sucks right now. to be you Shanghai. Yeah. Dragons. But you also feel for them. Cause you're like, yep, I've been there. <laughs> yeah. And there's, you know, there were certain things like, obviously, you know, we couldn't play to that degree, but there were right. certain things you'd notice someone who played a character you liked a lot. They'd be like, I've never thought to, use my helix rockets to launch me onto that wall before. And then you right. would start doing it in your gameplay. You know, those little, little things you would learn how to play a little better by watching better. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah that was, and when you pull it off flash, you'd be like, ah, I'm going to apply for the yeah. team next year, you know, but no, it's not yeah. really, but yeah. Dude, I, I remember when I helped Nick move, Nick and Jake move into their house. They're in now. Yeah. Um, we got there super late and they're like, we'll just unpack the truck and everything tomorrow. And I was like, I was like, for, for one, and I've told this story on this podcast before. That was the worst fucking drive of my life. Um, he'll agree to that yeah. as well. It was it was a terrible day. But so we got there. We're like, windshield wipers weren't working, right? We didn't have any. Or they were, but they made a screeching sound, and then the dog would. So the do the dog thing the dog time. would go, yep, 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 every four seconds for nine hours straight. And we didn't have any window wiper fluid. While we're driving from Appleton, Wisconsin to Detroit, Michigan in January, no wiper fluid during a snowstorm. It was terrible. We had we had Nick rolling down the window, leaning out to dump water just so we could clear up all the shit on the windshield so we could see another mile. And then he'd lean out in the cold and throw it on there and get splashed in the face. It'd freeze to him before he could even get back. It was a terrible drive. We almost died a hundred times. Chicago, go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not the first time I've heard that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But um, but yeah, so we get there and I'm like, hey, guys, we're going to let's just get it done. We've had a horrible day. Let's not take it into the next day. Like, we're just here. I'm re- We're ready to be here. Let's just unload the truck. So we got everything unloaded. And we set up the TV and we had a couch set up and we ordered pizza. And we sat there and watched the Overwatch League with boxes spewing around everywhere. We just sprawled out in each other's laps. And it was just like, it was just so awesome to just have that like, okay, what teams are we watching tonight? All right, let's just enjoy this. And that was yeah. the rest of the week I was there. Whenever there was a game on, we all got together at the night, sat on the couch and, and watched Overwatch League. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. And yeah. Th- that, that's the fun because you're, yeah. Yeah. watching overwatch and playing overwatch and just what overwatch has kind of done is mm-hmm. just awesome. Oh, I yeah. completely agree. That's why I had picked it as well. Um, well, uh, what's your next pick there, Russell? Um, so, so now I'm going to talk <laughs> about something that I've talked about before, but since you stole my third one, I swear to God, if it steals my third one, I'm going to go with God of war. Okay. Okay. Because uh, I think I know what your third one is, um, but uh, so I, I don't I don't think we've ever really go, I, I don't think I've ever had the opportunity to go in depth because you haven't no. played it yet. 
tried yeah. to go ahead and go. I'm I know I've watched the whole thing. So there's like, if you spoil, it's not, a big, okay. I've watched the whole game a few times. I just have okay. never played it. So and I it's know been a couple of years. Yeah. It's so been at least ahead, a year since we've talked about God of war other than when we talked about it last week. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, minus we, that uh, really recent time, it's been a long time, right? So, I, I God of War had in my mind the perfect blend of everything. In my mind, it is probably the best game. I think I might say of the decade. Woof. Yeah. Woof. Oh, and the reason is. The story writing, the voice acting, boy, the game mechanics, the combat, the puzzles, everything, the puzzles, everything just blended so well together. Did you mention the world itself? I well, and the beauty. I mean, just the 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 sheer beauty of the world i didn't it just it just had everything yeah and i mean it was just although i got to the point uh, there was a certain point where i was like if i have to kick down one more freaking chain <laughs> I'm gonna lose my shit. and then you went on a corner um, you had to kick a chain yeah yeah uh, there was a lot of that but uh, other than that i mean just uh, and the little things that you could find after you had beat the game and, and just that opening moment where you're chopping, I mean, just you're chopping down a tree and who gets excited about chopping down an effing tree? Me. That's who. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it, just that moment where just, and you're swinging the ax and then there's that serious moment. They just, they captured it because at every point you're following Kratos at no point. Are you not, playing kratos you're constantly so you grab the tree and you throw it over your shoulder and then he's talking to his son and the relationship that develops with the son and as the game goes on your son gets more rebellious and then it's even a game mechanic where he doesn't listen to you anymore when you're telling him to do certain things in combat it is amazing if you have not played god of war go play it there is so much there yeah i mean just and 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 there's a moment where so first off the 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 first moment after you get the tree the first time you get to try combat where balder comes to the door and he is just a dick and you're you're just like you're just like and and you're thinking of the old kratos right which would just kill him and chop oh, yeah, off his head and, and, and bash him his post. yeah oh yeah and 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 he just and you're just like punch him punch him when's he gonna punch him punch him punch him and then on, finally Kratos. you get the option to to punch him and you send him flying and then he comes back and just that first battle you're picking up trees you actually crack the earth and are like shoving each other through mountains so badass oh man and then and then just each moment builds upon the next and each little secret and each uh, uh, thing as you as you progress through the world and lower the lake and raise the water in the lake and y y when when Jormander comes out and he and you get that deep 
feeling in your chest as he talks because it's vibrating the room. It's so beautiful. And just the stories, like, I, I'm a big mythology fan. Oh my god, yes. And and just the fact that every time you're rowing in the lake, Mimir's telling you a tale. North, myth- North mythology. Um, and it's just... It's great. It's just... They got right. the tone perfect of what they're trying because so it's so good. night and day from previous God of War installments where you just you're pissed off. You're jumping onto Zeus's face. You're hitting a million buttons right. until everything. He's dead. just an angry man. And yeah. they gave him so much depth uh-huh. in the game, which makes sense from where he's been to where he is. And they the tone, the pacing is so much different, but it makes mm. sense for the storyline. And the combat it's, is so much different, but it makes sense for where oh he is man. as a character. It's just and, everything they did is for a reason, and it works. And and you feel the axe slap into your hand as a as you throw it, and then it comes back, and then the shield getting that parry just right. And so, uh, one of the things in the game is Valkyries, mm-hmm. right? You're you're fighting these Valkyries. Some of, and I've played through most of the Dark Souls games. Most, I've played through Demon Souls, Bloodborne. The hardest bosses in any game I have ever played, but so fun to fight because you're learning their moves and you know I'm going to block and then I'm going to hammer and then I'm going to use this special because now I have an opportunity and I'm just going to lay into her, especially the Queen Valkyrie who. Lindsay will hear me. I know she'll pick her head out that door and just, just say something. Just say she's like Chicago and we'll understand. She's like Chicago. <laughs> all right. All right. And, and just, you just feel like, especially when you've got the mechanics down and you've been playing for a while and you just feel awesome. You feel like a God. Oh, so good. Such a deep story. Just, Ugh, such a good game. Yeah. And it's still, such a good game. that came out, when did that come out? I, I think it was, I think it was only a couple of years ago. Okay. I, I don't, I, it feels, it's one of those games that like, you know, those games that are so good that it feels like you've always had them because you got so invested in it. Right. But it really hasn't been that long. That's one of those. And I haven't even and played I, it and I feel that way. So one of the only times I've cried as an adult is, we came home one evening and my dog had eaten my copy of God of War. And then you buried that dog later that night. It was very tempting. Yeah. Because I was like, I was, I was getting real close to, be, and I had been playing it recently, which was why it was out. And I was getting real close to beating the, the Valkyrie queen. Which is the one you like, I was getting her her. down to where she had like slivers of health. Ooh. And so I was like, oh, I'll, I'll get it. I'm, I'm going to get it this time. And he ate it. And I was like, well, here goes that. <laughs> Changing all of my plans now. Thank you. Yep. Yep. I liked it so much. I bought it twice. I I was tempted. I was tempted. I was like, I'll just get a digital version. But now it's free. By the way, it's free on PS Now. Oh, really? If you have a PlayStation. Oh, that's sick. Five. I think it's free anyway, but it comes with a PlayStation 5. Yeah. That's awesome. 
gorgeous. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And again, I'm a big sound design really guy. It. Like, just, you know, I've watched it played a few times, but like, but like, you know, feeling how awesome it is when that axe hits you, but the sound effect of it, like, audibly, like, going into the disc into the distance and, I, and I getting love, louder going and the sound it makes when you, when it connects with you again and every time you hit someone would, and sometimes I would just walk around and just throw my axe <laughs> and wait. Like if I, if I had a long stretch, I'd just continuously. If I could do that in real life, you bet your ass. I would do that all the time. Just walking around. All right. All the then you hit somebody and you're like, oh, ooh, ooh, and then you just like run away around the corner and just <laughs> catch it in your hand. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see. Oh, yeah. So, choice, Brett. Yeah. You're, you're, you're our last one. Oh, my God. All right. This may come as a complete and total shock to a lot of people. And for the reason I you said I... I wasn't going to choose it, but the more I thought about it, the, the the reason we said we weren't going to choose certain games is exactly why I can't not choose this game. Does that make sense? Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Uh, we've actually talked more about online than the actual campaign. So my pick is the campaign. That's true. So I think okay. that counts, right? Okay. Right. No, okay. I, I'll go with it. Yeah. So my 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 third pick, which is it's not in order, it's not one two three. It's just these are my big, three biggest picks of last gen, is gonna be the campaign for Red Dead Redemption Two. I know, big Such shock for everybody. Game. That campaign has completely changed who I am as a person, <laughs> and that is a fact. I, I, you know, I could, yeah, I could, I could totally see that. Yeah. That would have been if I had not consciously stayed away from it. Yeah, it would have been in my three too. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, how could it not? How could it not? God, God I, of I, War. I don't know. God of War is your game of the. Would you say the century? Right. Decade. Uh, decade. 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 Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's pretty close. There's there's probably like two games that are sitting there, and I'd put, I'd put Red Dead Two campaign on that list. For, for the decade. The only reason, so so of of the games that I think I've played, I think I think it's God of War, and then it, like of all games that I've played, yeah, I think it's God of War and Red Dead Redemption Two. Yeah, and I think and the only reason that Red Dead Redemption Two loses out is because the weird game controls. Yeah, which is a rock star. Yeah, rock star for sure. They just don't feel as smooth or as fluid as God of War. I hundred percent agree with that. That's a really good statement. But um, but yeah. So apart apart, Rockstar game, very weird controls. We all, we all know that that took a lot of getting used right. to. But graphically, one of the most beautiful games ever made. Once it launched on PC, people were able to get closer looks at the animal models and realized the eyes on a squirrel in live action reflected the world around it as it ran. That level of detail. That's insane. What the hell? Horses' balls would shrink when it got cold. Like, like what? Come on, come on. I remember. I remember before it came out. I remember reading a Game Informer yep. article, and they were talking about that. And I was like, I mean, that's super cool. Yeah. But also, what the hell? 
was one of those things that like I feel like they made them talk about beforehand. So when we were playing and we were like, oh, it's cold. So we would purposely go, oh, yep, they shriveled up. Yep. But yeah, so from the game opening with you in a blizzard with it, the story was written and developed in and shown to you in a way that felt like a Western movie. The, the story points so came through just like a Western. It opened up with you yeah. don't know what's going on. You don't know who any of these people are, obviously, except John Marston, because you played as him and Dutt. Like right. you knew who a couple people were and because Dutch. they were in the first game. That takes place after this one, which was a mind flip, right? It, it was interesting. I'll, I'll talk about that later. But um, I hope they keep going back in time. Yeah, that'd be cool. But um, <laughs> butts. <laughs> <laughs> so you start off, you know, t-shirt, in the she-shirt. snow. He shirt, she shirt, in the snow, and you're getting to know these characters. And it was a really good kind of. I be- the tutorial in the first Red Dead sucked because. Not, it was yep. a good tutorial that taught you all the uh, controls, but it was like three hours of you being a farmhand, which mm-hmm. was super boring. Whereas in this game, you know, the, the, the tutorial was you surviving in the mountains and having to rescue people and sneaking up on a house and attacking people, you know, and then the fire, you know, and the house goes the up epilogue. in flames. And then, yeah, you're, you're playing for like four hours before the title screen pops up. You're like, wait, what? But yeah. every character, once again, the voice acting was incredible. Just like an in Inquisition, like every yeah. character was written in a way that felt real, animated. The lips and the eye, the facial movements and everything, and the bot, like how arms and oh, hands yeah. and legs moved with whatever anyone was talking about. You felt connected with everyone in that group in some way, whether it was positive or negative. And there were certain people it was written, you wanted to hate them. And there's certain people you could tell, depending on who you were as a person, like it could go either way, you know? Yeah. And, but yeah, the story was just beautifully done. There was so much extra stuff that could be done where like forever chapter three became the meme, right? Once you hit chapter three of the game, when a lot of stuff opened up and before you knew it, you know, I'd done all the legendary animals. I'd been hunting my Mm -hmm. butt off doing bounty, being bounty hunting forever, doing all the side stuff I could do before I knew it was like 150 hours in chapter three. Yeah. Well, forever chapter three. Oh, I've still got seven more chapters of this game. Oh my God. You know, which I kind of dug because then at that point I could just like plow through the story and just lose myself in it. But you know, the story is so so good. Good. The, the cut scenes, the way it makes you feel like I seriously, so, I, I mean, if you haven't played it, spoilers, obviously, but hopefully you at least know this by now. The moment when Arthur Morgan is dying, yeah. and I guess it depends, right? Because There's, you can be dishonorable, or you can be yeah. honorable, or you can be somewhere in between. There's a few different and endings, I found it die in all of them, yeah. Yeah. And I found it so hard to play Arthur Morgan dishonorable. Yeah. Because I loved his storyline and the redemptive arc that he went through. Exactly. When you play honorable, I just love some of those beats where you encounter certain people, like the guy that you get tuberculosis from, you run into his family if you're honorable. And then you're like, you realize that you've left them destitute. And like there are a bunch of guys that are trying to kill the guy's son and the mom is a whore and, and you're she's got obviously yeah. herpes on her mouth. Uh-huh. Um, 
and so you you just want to help them out and then there's a moment where like the reverend is trying to get away from the rest and like the group is breaking up and oh my gosh just the feels of everything yeah. and then and then at the end where you're watching him die and it's that slow death if you go honorable yeah. of course i think if you but, go dishonorable he and with that death there's so much like you knew it was coming but there's so mm-hmm. much stuff happening in that moment that there was a part of you that went, they're all a lie. I can get out of this. Arthur Morgan's going to be fine. I can. And the thing you could, you could interact with every NPC in the world. You could walk down the street and yeah, people yeah. would talk to you and you could, you could press a button, to, you know, howdy, ma'am, how are you? How's it going? Good to see you. And you could interact with everyone and everyone would react or to how you, yeah. Everyone would react to how you reacted to them in the world. You were very much immersed in in the West there. And like you were saying, it was so much better. It was very fulfilling to be, you know, the good Arthur Morgan, because it felt like from where their gang started, that that made sense. That if he stayed as that person, this is who he used to be. We're a family. We're always going to be a family. And then watching everyone else kind of turn their gears slowly and getting crazier as it goes. And you're like, something's not right. Cause at first, like, you oh, know, man. Dutch is the bad guy in the first. Right. Game. Right. But the first half of red dead two, you're like, he just wants what's best. He's just the father figure wanting what's best for everyone. Like, you know, he's going to be the we bad guy. Need at the a same little time, more yeah, money. Just got to have a little more goddamn faith. Um, you know, it's coming, but like, you can't help but like it. Cause he's very charismatic, very written to be that way. He is. And even, even when he, he, because he never really, he doesn't really go bad. He just does things that you're like, it just, it doesn't make any sense. He just starts to act more and more erratic. And it's like, but you see, it's almost this kind of slow descent into Mm -hmm. insanity. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. But you feel for him because he's a man out of time. Like he, he doesn't want he's obviously an anarchist yep um because he doesn't believe in government and yet everybody follows him and he thinks that's fine but you know it's just this this dichotomy and even through my playthroughs you can see how when everything's going good he's great but the more things start to pile up against him he's so erratic and it's you can see that from the very beginning too Uh where he's just kind of erratic but everything like everybody still listens to him everybody trusts him everything but as soon as people start to yeah but as soon as but as soon as especially arthur as soon as arthur's like no dutch and then that's when when he flips on him and then at the end when he just sits there and he just walks away to leave him to die yeah without saying a word yeah and then and then he comes back and he shoots micah and it's like like he is he is one of the the characters in games that i get and don't get at the same time the most yeah because he's so erratic there's so like i i just like i i want what is it dr goku who we found him on the show before we didn't have dr goku um, on but yeah you're right it's dr goku no we we had somebody from that yeah. podcast though uh uh-huh. Uh, I would love to see them deep dive into, into Dutch. Dutch. Yeah, dude. Psychology well, because. Yeah, he's all over the place, but it's like 
realistically all over the place. You can see in his head how him being this guy makes sense. He reminds me of certain family members that I have. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Where it's just like just the switch flips and you're like, what just happened? Yeah. Yeah. Like I got that one letter from Dutch and he's like, hey, I'm I moved, but not for a guy. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Inside humor. Don't worry about it. But um, but no, you know, there's a lot of moments where like someone becomes bad in a game. And you as the player see it and you're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. He's the bad guy. But how they did it in Red Dead was you were you were Arthur. So as stuff happened, it was such a slow burn that you'd be like, man, something about that just didn't sit right for some reason. But it was never like apparent that that was the wrong thing. But it's just you're like, huh, that just doesn't sit well with me. And then Arthur would bring up that just doesn't feel like as right. And he was like, you were, you felt the same things Arthur did as the story progressed. And that's how beautifully. And as written. you read his journal. Yeah. Oh my God. And you get those insights to actually how he's thinking and how he's feeling about these things. And, and, and this, this, because the whole time he blames Micah. Yeah. Right. But then, but then you're, you're looking at it from almost that outside perspective and you're like, Oh man, Dutch is off his rocker. Yeah. Get the heck out. Uh, <laughs> like, exactly. Bail. Be gone. You know, and and it, it just, it's so good. It has these points that just hit you in the feels. Like there's, and even just like one of the side quests where you pick up a guy who has had his arm mangled and you take him to the doctor. And if you sit there and watch, the doctor legitimately saws off the yeah. dude's arm. That's that detail. And then man. throws it away. The detail is just phenomenal. And there are all these little things that you can find just out there. They're not even part of the main, but they make the world feel real. Yeah. And lived in. And one of my f- and, and it's it's so immersive. Yeah. One of my favorite things of that actually is so there's this there's this widowed lady who's trying to make it in her just trying to make it in the wild. She doesn't know how to hunt. She doesn't know how to cook. She doesn't know how to do anything. Yes. And you run yes. into her and you can go back. And if you keep going up and checking on her, like you, you're continuously helping her. And she's so thankful. It never becomes romantic, but um, you know, right. it's, she's so thankful and you can watch her progress slowly. And then obviously after the campaign, after Arthur dies, you know, the campaign is like a few years later, you're playing as, um, What's his bucket from the John Marston? You're playing as John Marston and you can go back to that I cabin. To call him James I know you can go back yeah. to the cabin and she's an old lady sitting on the porch and her cat. It's she's been very successful. Everything is very nice. Well done. She's very confident in her abilities and you can go talk to her and she'll tell you about this guy, Arthur, who helped her through every step of the way. And it's just like those little things that make the world that one corner of the world felt so real. And you actually made a difference in her life. Or like the guy back, with the, the one leg. Yeah, exactly. That, that his horse gallops off with it. So many of those were when you're playing, um, when you're playing as John later on that you run to people and they're just talking about stuff and you're like, that, that was me. I, I'm that, I did that. I did. That was me. You're talking about. And they wouldn't even be talking to you. Just like two people on the side of the road or just having a conversation about, 
yeah, I got to raise this kid because some guy one time saved me from falling off a cliff. And it was a random event that happened in the world that I happened to save this guy in like chapter two of the game. And, and here we are in the, you know, way, way later. And I'm like, Oh my God, I did that. Like those little things that bring it around. You're just like, Oh, or like if you go, if you go and talk to the shopkeeper and Valentine and you find out that there's the, the, the gang being run out of the back room and you can go up and then you can get in and you can shoot everybody or, or like uh, the guy that's being held captive in like the little boy sailor uniform. Oh, and the, the yeah, the, gun, the, gun the gunsmith in Rhodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rhodes. Or um, the 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 high stakes poker game that's going on in uh, Saint Denis in the the gunsmith shop. Or I mean, just a thousand little things. The vampire, the, the time traveler, dude. The time traveler, the vampire. Yeah. There's so many little things that you can just get sidetracked on. Mm-hmm. It, it's one of those games where you could you could get log in like, oh, I'm going to play Red Dead. And you could look at the map. You could just walk a direction. And so much shit would happen that you felt like yeah. story stuff that you'd yeah. end your four hour session and go, I didn't play a single campaign mission, but I progressed so much story because just so mm-hmm. much shit that mattered happened. Yeah. It, it's just a phenomenal game, phenomenal storytelling. It just, and oh man, there, there are a thousand things Yeah, that we could probably talk about and just Easily. reminisce about in that game. But that's one of the great things. That's how you know a great game. If you can go and talk to somebody and just reminisce about the things, it's like a great book. Oh yeah. When you get together and you're like, oh man, and what about this part when you were reading it? But the good thing with games is you get to live that. Exactly. Whereas in a book, you're limited by what the author writes. In a game, especially games like Red Dead, where you kind of have free, a lot of free reign, you get to experience it in a way that is unique. Yeah, 100%. That I think could only be found in things like tabletop RPGs, like <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Yeah. If we keep going, we're going to talk about it forever, but yeah, it was, the music is incredible. Um, oh, one, oh, one more story, yes. one more story. And then I'm done. And then I'm done. Okay. So I, be- I believe <laughs> it was when you go, you get sent to the islands, right? You actually make it, a, you, you crash in the islands. There's that oh, yeah, 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 yeah. sequence, yeah, right? Um, yeah. You get back from the islands. Everyone thinks you're dead. And you, you yep. get a horse and you're just riding across the whole map to where, you know, everyone's way, everyone's sitting there. And there's this one song that plays. I listen to it all the time. I have to find it again, but if you just, I you, could stand unbroken. Yeah, exactly. You just put it in cinematic view and Arthur just rides. I'm getting choked up thinking about it. And like everything he just went through, you're yep. going back. Everyone thinks you're dead. You're finally yep. back on land. Um, you're tore like you have none of your gear. You're tore up, and you're just hunched over on this horse riding across, as this gorgeous song comes on, and one of the only songs in the game that actually has vocals to it. Words. Yeah. Like the song starts, you're like, oh, that's beautiful, and then the vocals start, and it's just a beautifully written song. It just fits perfectly with the moment, and, and it's you're so just lost. pivotal to that moment in the yeah. story. Yeah. 
I, I remember because I was streaming. Because he is. He's, he's trying to stand unbroken okay. as the new age is washing Not over exactly. him and eroding everything that he's ever known before. It was just because like, he, he was part of that freedom, that Wild West. Oh, man. Mm. Uh, and like, I was streaming when this happened, <laughs> and I, uh, Cheesy was in my chat. I just simply remember he's, he's played Reddit online a couple times now, but never played Red Dead, didn't have it, and no desire to, but enjoyed watching it. But we all sat there in silence. No one said anything in chat. I didn't say a word. We just sat there and just like the, that whole song and sequence happened and like it ended. And it was just like he just came in. He's like, that was one of the most beautiful things I've ever experienced in a video game. And it was just like we, we shared that moment and just sat there and just felt. You know what I mean? Yeah. There, there's it so is. many games that just it's just nonstop action to get you like. I'm, I'm doing things in a game, but to have something where the only thing happening is you're riding a horse and there's a song playing and you just have that much raw emotion. Yes. It's, it was just, it was beautiful, man. And there's a lot of times like that in the game. It's, it's a great soundtrack. And it, it, yeah, it, great soundtrack, great game, beautiful game. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, <sighs> it is, it, it, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. And I was so saying I, I was not going to play again for a long time because it was such an emotional experience. But now I'm talking about, I'm like, I think I just have to sit down and play it again. That's on my list. I, I've got to finish Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Same. Which I am still, I cannot believe the amount of hours that I have put into that it's game. Stupid. It's huge. And, and I am, I am not even out of the first area. Oh Jesus! But, well, okay, so Norway, yeah. and then I'm I'm in England now, but the I haven't, yeah. I haven't finished story in Lincolnshire. Yeah, I think I said that right. There's some really good, um, I'm really still good subtle jokes in there. Do as many side quests as you can. I am. I okay, so good. so I've because because I I've read somewhere that a lot of the areas are like locked a lot of like the wealth and stuff like that until you've actually been to that area through the story. Mm -hmm. So they're like, yeah, just do the story first for the area and and then come through. through And because there are, there's cool things. I went to Valhalla or Asgard the other day and that was freaking awesome. Right. That's, that's a whole nother thing though. That's a whole nother episode. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's a whole, that's, that's gotta be an episode. It will be. We've got to, Oh dude, that's going to be a great show. I right. did beat Gun Gun Goneril the other today, today, yesterday. She Ooh. was the worst, dude. Hated her. Oh. Yeah, there we go. Three each. We did it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're done. Sick. For another year. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was just for last gen, so we're done for another seven years. <laughs> seven years. Yeah. Yeah. Then we can do this again. Then we can do this again. Just keep coming back like herpes. Yeah, exactly. Like the herpes of that one husband of the man who gave us tuberculosis we killed in Red Dead. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, probably had herpes, too. Probably. She probably had everything. She was rough. Mm-hmm. Damn it, she mm-hmm. was trying. No emails. I do have one question uh, that came in from RNG Gator. Uh, he asks, question for the show. When will you bedazzle your boot? I just got this question. 
I'm assuming you mean the boot on my foot due to the injury. Uh, I shall not because it was. I thought he just said it was a typo and he meant booty. Oh my! Yeah, I shall bedazzle, bedazzle my booty, booty as soon as you get on a plane and come out here to bedazzle my booty. Yeah. Okay, I'll have to wax mine first, though. Gladly. Yeah, good hygiene. Yeah. Will your wife wax mine? She might. <laughs> she probably would. She enjoys it. Yeah. That's. She gets out her little uh, motorcycle cap. <laughs> gets ready for the pain. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I don't have any sound. Are you going to be dazzle your boot though? I won't. It's 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 not something that I had to like you know pay and it's mine. Like it's it's on loan, oh. you know from the hospital. So oh, okay. I can't really bedazzle oh, it or no, have it signed right. or. Yeah. I think it belongs to that really old doctor that's about to retire. So maybe I will bedazzle. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Just walk in and throw it at him. It'd be like, happy last day. There we go, man. I think. Do we want to do story time? Is that it? It's, it's just weird not having the sound effect. Do we want to do story time? Sure. Okay. Sure. Let's end it right, man. Story time. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Story Time. Just like you. Thanks. A segment on the show where we tell a story from our past in gaming. Uh, It doesn't have to be in a video game. It can do with gaming whatever we want. Um, We get very nostalgic on the show. It's a fun segment. I can't believe I asked if we should do it. I was just nervous to do the sound effect myself. Here it is. Do you have a story for us, Ross? T-shirt, t-shirt. I do. I do. Um... This story takes place back in the dark times when I was single. Um, Those were dark times. We, me and my friends, we would we would typically because I I had my own apartment. They were still you know either they had a crappy apartment or they lived with their parents. So they would come up here a lot and then just like spend the weekend and we would play board games or video games or whatever. And um, so there was one evening we were playing. <laughs> we were playing. Uh, I think we were actually playing Riscopoly, and uh, which is a combination of Risk and Monopoly. Mm-hmm. And there was this moment where uh, one of my friends he had this over overwhelming force that he was trying to send into North Africa, and the guy had so he he was sending in like ten of his armies. And the guy had, the guy defending had two. And the guy defending killed every single one of the guy. And it got to the point, so they're rolling. And like, they're they're both standing up at this point. And they're like, boom, 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 boom. And the guy just lets fly. He goes, North Africa, bitch. (laughs) So that became... A thing that we often say to each other when we're when when we have a roll off and somebody rolls really well and then they'll just go North Africa, bitch. <laughs> and um, the guy then tossed the table after that, uh, so the game was never completed. Um, That's so. But awesome. that is that is my gaming story. Holy shit! That's amazing, dude. 
Uh, he shirt, she shirt. It's your North he Africa shirt, bitch. bitch. He shirt, she shirt. Oh, glorious. I should have been thinking of a story that whole time, but I was listening to you and looking at pictures of Red Dead Redemption. So. <laughs> <laughs> I can't blame you. <laughs> All right, I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll tell a story. Here we go. I got one. I got one. I'm ready. So, I'm ready for this. So Dungeons & Dragons, right? That's a game. Yes. A lot of people play. So uh, over towards towards the end of last year, the, la- the last few, I think three months, um, mm-hmm. I was DMing a game uh, for a lot of people we've had on the show. Gunbait, um, Reeb, Ferg. We have never had some boat or death on. We'll have to change that in the future. But so this whole thing has been leading I'm up. First, Dad, Gummit. I am first in line. You're on the show right now. No, 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 no. Oh, that we haven't had on the show. Yeah. I thought you were talking about no. Dungeons and Dragons. No. With. They were. We played together. Those two haven't been on the show. Okay, I got it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> like, of course, you're first in line. You're on the show right now, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was caught up in the dungeon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. I get it. So the whole campaign, which is, I can't get into the, the whole campaign, which is amazing, but it's all led up. There right, are some stories. Some great stories, which I'll have to tell some more in, in the future. But so it's all led up to fighting this dragon at the end, right? They mm-hmm. get through it. It's, it's this fortress on top of this mountain, right? Um, and so they found this group of mercenaries and they were, and so they decided they're just going to kill them because they didn't want to share any of the spoils. But uh, Reeb's character had taken a few of them to the side and rolled perfectly and bribed a few of them to, like, join us mid-combat with the rest of their group. Um, and so that ends, and those two are with us, right? Or are with them. And so they have to cross this bridge to get this other, and there's a whole bunch of encounters in this other room, right? This other building that leads to the staircase right. to go up to the dragon. So they go out on this bridge, and they look through the other door, and they go, that doesn't look good. And so they, they talk the new people into going through that doorway. And as I do, they immediately get, you know, ambushed <laughs> by these monsters, right? And they go, ha ha, knew it. And so they all had climbing gear and stuff. And so they just went, fuck that noise and climbed up to get to the roof. <laughs> which then started the fight with the dragon. I love d <laughs> I love d So they're up there. So I've got these two NPCs. I'm having, I'm doing a side thing off where they're fighting these monsters, right? Right. And everyone else goes up and they start right. the dragon encounter um, by throwing, they had one of the, the, the necklaces with the, the beads on it that are like mini fireballs spells, you know, oh, that necklace, yeah, the, uh, uh, necklace of fireball. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. Yeah. I know which one. So they like chucked the whole necklace at him, right. To start the fight. But yeah. uh, <laughs> of a, course. I, I, that is a great way to start the fight. It's a great way. As yeah. long as it's not a red dragon. So, yeah, which it was an ice dragon, which is perfect. Needless to say, the fight went way okay. easier than I wanted it to be after everything that happened, right? Oh, sure. Yeah, it's one of those sure. things that happens. But so Gunbait is this, this little gnome who kept failing every roll to climb up. So the whole time they're fighting this <laughs> dragon, he's just sliding back down onto the bridge, trying to climb, sliding down, trying to climb, sliding down. The turn he makes it to the top, they kill the dragon. <laughs> so he finally gets up and he goes, all right, he guys, I'm ready. I'm re- no, he didn't hit it once. He got up there and he's like, all right, boys, put me in. And then they killed it. 
So the dragon's dead, right? They're all excited. One of the, one of those NPCs comes up because the other one died from the ambush. And <laughs> and the second she walks up, she goes, oh, my God, I can't believe it. Two members in the party just immediately went and just slit her throat. And they took the money they bribed her with out of her pocket and went, here we go. Nothing lost. And I was like, what the nope. hell just um, happened? Yeah, so they skipped an entire building of encounters and then killed the dragon while before Gunbait could even get up there and then didn't lose any money from bribing people because they just looted them back off off the corpses. So that was my story. Sure. Yeah. As every good player does. Yep, exactly. It was just so, he's just like, guys, I'm ready. He had so many spells. He was ready to work out. He was all, he was planned up, ready to go and just kept failing to climb up every single turn. I... As a GM, those are the moments in D&D that I live for. Oh, my God. Where yes. I'm like, oh, this is going to be this is going to be awesome. They're going to get they're just going to it's going to be awesome. It's going to be an awesome fight. And then they just bypass it. And you're like, why? Well, never mind. Never mind. Plan for this. <laughs> yeah. How did I not think that through? I know. There is there's a, a moment. Yeah. Uh, anyway, there's a moment where two two of the players, right, were on its back. They'd wrapped a chain around its neck and mm-hmm. they were like riding this dragon while like stabbing down on it. I was like, this is bad. It was just, it was, uh, the fight lasted a lot less than I wanted to. No one got as hurt as bad as I wanted to. I tried hard. Right. But overall, like it was a real, there was some cool moments and I was happy with it, but yeah, that was my story. I love it. Thanks, man. I love it. I knew you would. I knew you would. That's why I love you. Yeah. I'm a sucker for D and D. So I know. it's great. Any anything like that, it really gets me going. <laughs> Ooh. For our audio, I'm rubbing my nipples. Hell yeah, because that gets me going as well. Do what gets me going? Ending our show. <laughs> All right, Let's Russell. Do it. I believe that yep. was that was our episode, man. Where can these what beautiful is- people find you in the future? Um, so you can find me on Twitter. At a thing. Do I got to do this again for at you? DRJX0725. Um, and I mostly I mostly post artwork, and I I I've really gotten into trying to get as much artwork on my timeline as possible because I just love scrolling through and seeing like comic book artists. Oh my god! Yes. Um, and then uh, you can find me of course, on uh, the JSG Discord, as well as Elmerfoot Games Discord, uh, Jackal7250. Um, and that's that's mostly where I hang out. Um, you know, on in here in JSG, I'm usually in the, the Dungeons & Dragons Discord, or the channel, um, where we play Dungeons & Dragons. Um, and, yeah, that's where people can find me. Where can people find you? I've enjoyed talking to your players in that channel recently because they have no idea who I am. Right. Yeah. And they'll have questions and I'll just answer them. Right. Not the correct way, but I'll just answer the question. Like I know what I'm talking about. Right. It's fun. It's very fun. And I'm sure they believe you too. They totally do. Yeah. Yeah, Like, Oh, look at this guy. He's got the yellow name. (laughs) Yeah. Here we go. All right. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for episode 89. Just some gardens. We do this show. We are live. That's twitch.tv slash just some guardians Friday nights at about 1130 PM. Eastern time is when we go live. We usually bullshit for half an hour and then the show starts. <laughs> yeah, <that's... laughs> 
That's no joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good time. We get all our best material out first. Exactly. And then it never makes it in the show. And then we put out a shitty product. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at JSGCast. Link to the Twitter is a way to get into the Discord that was aforementioned by Mr. Russell. Uh, which you will then let you get in there and talk to all of us about D&D and poster artwork and whatever you're playing, whatever you want to talk about, questions for the show, whatever you got, we want it. Uh, you can also email us those questions, justsomeguardians at gmail.com. Hit us up with anything you got. Laz, we need more ad reads, brother. If you listen to this show, please. <laughs> I didn't hear Russell's, but I'm sure it was great. Was it good? Something. Okay, he shirt, she shirt. I mentioned he shirt, she shirt. Did you mention JSG cast for ten percent off? I did. Perfect. I did. I'm wearing a shirt that has our logo, so look for that soon. I bet. JSG, that's us. We're a show. As for myself, hey everyone, I'm Elmer Fudd. You can find me on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, TikTok, YouTube, all those places that are said places, things at Elmer Fudd Games. You said YouTube twice. Find me double on YouTube. I need the subscribers, please. I want a URL. Love me. <laughs> At Elmer Fudd Games. Double M, double D. Double M, double D. Mm, mm. Russell. Dearest. Sweet. Russell. Take us out. Join us next week on Just Some Guardians for mutual chaos and utter incompetency. Lenny! Lenny! Oh, beautiful, dude. Which way did he go, George? Which, Which way, way did, did he go? go? That was that was fun. I really enjoyed that. I I always really enjoy us. <laughs> this is a long pause. <laughs> I didn't know. I was like, the podcast? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, but for some reason I was like, but that doesn't sound... It's good, and so I just went with us. Okay, I like that. Yeah, I respect it. I respect the hell out of it.